So this is the Zelda and Guts episode of uh, BDF. Zelda and Guts? Yeah. Because uh, I guess we'll just go right down into it. You knew you went to AEW episode two of Dynamite. Yes, we did. And when we got there, um, Sonny Kiss wrestled. And you looked me dead in the eye and said, you know, if I had to take home either Sonny Kiss or Nyla Rose, I'd take home Sonny Kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, I'd probably take home Nyla Rose. And you were like, why? I was like, eh, she likes Zelda and we both have guts. I feel like we have more to talk about. <laughs> so, so we named the, this episode. Oh, yeah. AEW. I forgot we named the episode. <laughs> I'm like, I remember this conversation. I don't. <laughs> so basically, if we're ever at a bar with Sonny Kiss and Nala Rose, we're taking them home. <laughs> it's a, not because we want to. It's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. A- anything for the joke. <laughs> We're getting deep. We went to episode two of AEW. We drank in an alley. We drank. Quite. <laughs> so, let's go into it. Quite right. literally. All right, let's start. Let's break it down. All right. So we met up at Sunset, which you thought was closed, but it was the other Sunset down the street that was closed. Yeah. Um, so this one was open, but they had like a restricted menu. But thankfully, the buffalo chicken they had was like awesome. So it's perfect for me. I uh. I got to take public transportation, so <laughs> you were drinking on that. Yeah, it was nice. And then Brian and Sarah were like, "Oh, let's go wait in this long line to get to our seats." And me and you looked at each other, going, "Let's go find a liquor store." Yeah. <laughs> so we walked and found a packy. Inside, it was it inside of Star Market or Whole Foods. It was inside of a Star Market. Yeah. Okay. So we went in there. We each got two tall boys. The idea was the, my idea was to get nips. But they didn't sell nips there. Yeah. But they had b- tall boys, which ended up working out okay. So we got those, and people were talking. Other people were doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. As we're walking back, I'm trying to drink my drink just right out in the open, and I choke on it a little bit and almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right next to the guys we saw in the Bullet Club shirts leaving the so the package keep, store. Keep in mind, I had just finished eating, and I had like a couple of uh, IPAs, <laughs> so I was like drinking this. Go fancy boy. That tasted like shit. I won't say which brand it was because I don't want to ruin a potential sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I also love that light beer. I actually do enjoy it too, but I can't drink it after I drank two IPAs that are way better tasting. So uh, I almost threw up, didn't, choked it back, and then started sweating a little bit because I was like, Ugh, I feel disgusting right now. <laughs> so then we took a left and then a right and then another right and we were in an alley by ourselves. Yeah. And we're like, all right. Let's talk about, you know, crazy people and life. Just, just life. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Everdrives. We talked about Everdrives, yep. We talked about other people's. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I kind of crazy people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I drank a, a a blue raspberry four loco and a tall twisted tea. I drank half of a uh, light beer, tall boy, and. 80% of a twisted tea. <laughs> I know I know that when we were going in, I was like, boy, I wouldn't be shocked if they told me I couldn't come in right now. Yeah, I was like, I bet my eyes are like bloodshot right, yeah. right now. And I had not uh, <laughs> smoked at all because I don't do that. Yeah. So, like, Of course I, not. And that's a shoot too, by the way. I did not do it at all that day. So by the end of that night, I was like, I got to go home and, <laughs> and need, not do the thing that I don't do. I need, I need to not smoke weed. Yeah. I don't do it. So, <laughs> um, 
But what did you think of the show itself? I thought it was awesome. So, I thought it was great. What was the best part? What was the best match in your opinion? Probably the last one. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> the last one. <laughs> uh, the the Bucks and Private Party is a is a close second for me. Hell of an opener, kid. Yeah. Well, the opener was the first dark match. I don't count that. With Sunny Kiss doing the double butt thing. Yeah, yeah. Double butt. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. I think that's what spot in the name of this episode. Yeah. Well, because you know when Sunny Kiss does the butt spot, there was two people on the butt spot this yeah, time. Yeah, there was a double butt spot. Double butt spot. So, um, outlaw mud show bullshit. Outlaw mud, yeah. Definitely mud show <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but the show opened with an awesome tag match. I, I usually don't like the flippy-dippy stuff all that much. I'm, I get bored with it, but this was very exciting. Yeah. Done right, I guess. Um, everyone was complaining about kicking out of the Shooting Star Press or the 450 or whatever it was. I was kind of like, eh. And Who cares? It made it seem important at the time. It doesn't always have to be a finisher. It can be a big spot, and it worked because the crowd was chanting, uh, like fight forever and this is awesome for it so it was good i don't i don't remember chance yeah um private party one they partied in the crowd near us well yeah i was trying to go up and take a a rock a rock a piss yeah and they were kind of like ah get away from me they were coming up and you guys were like oh like try to get out of there yeah it's just like, all right, I'm done with this part. I got to go. Not trying to interfere with them. <laughs> but this was all during a commercial break, too, when they came up by us. I remember it. Yeah, they had, they had already cut away. So oh, it was, already, it was a commercial. I didn't watch the TV episode. The... They cut away as soon as they went to the other side of the arena. And then, like, sort of they made their way over to our side. But that was already a commercial one by the time they made their way over. Okay. So it didn't get picked up. Dang. Yeah. So, such bullshit. Anyway. Fucking uh, bullshit. The rest of the card was okay, I'd say, is the main show. It was a good TV show. It came off well on, on TV, um, at least the first. I didn't really watch the full show back. On, I haven't watched, I haven't watched any of it back. Uh, the crowd looked full, <laughs> which is nice because uh, the, it crowd, wasn't. the crowd wasn't full. <laughs> better better attendance than uh, Slammiversary 2013, but... Still, like, you could tell, like, scalpers definitely ate up all those tickets. Yeah. It's like, you poor bastards, you shouldn't have done it. I hope you learned your lesson. I hope you took a bath, learned your lesson, and now next time they come around, tickets will be more readily available. Plentiful. Yeah. That's all that needs to happen is, like, just let scalpers eat these tickets. And then by the time, this time next year when they come back again, it's like, all right, they've learned their lesson. They're not going to fuck around with it. Because I imagine the place would have eventually sold out anyways. It would have. There would have been more people there had the tickets been available yeah. to them. But scalpers ate them. And then after, like, t- no one wants to do aftermarket tickets for more money. Like, nobody wants to do that. So No, the secondary ticket market now just seems bananas to me. That, it's, it's too much of a racket. And I think people are sick of it. And that's why you're going to see empty seats now. Yeah. And eventually the people are going to identify the people who bought those tickets. And they're just going to like delete their accounts and be like, no, you're fucking, we've got your IP and you just can't like sign up on this anymore. You're ruining it. And like, I can't imagine, like, I mean, they're, they're, people must make money off of it. Obviously. I mean, it's been an, an industry forever. Oh, sure. But I think now it's reached a tipping point for, with certain things, at least wrestling. Wrestling if, for sure. If there's a couple hundred tickets, like a couple hundred empty seats, 
in an arena that could seat like four or five thousand, and you're look. I'm looking straight ahead at like a half empty section, which is like weird because the top part was full and the bottom part was empty. Yeah, it's like okay, people are trying to sell these for like ninety dollars, and nobody's buying them because it's like fuck you. I wanted to get a twenty five dollar ticket for twenty five dollars or forty dollars because it's Ticketmaster, but right. Yeah, he's. Anything that sells out, I was like, I guess I'm just not going. Exactly. No. Or like, I'm going to bullshit my way in. It's like... Like this. When you look at the secondary market ticket prices, you're just kind of like, you're so defeated that you don't even want to go anymore. Yeah. Or like, I'll I'll look at the secondary stuff like for something that's day of. Yeah. Like if I want to go to like a sport event. But by that point, you've probably already made other plans. Well, at that point, they're cheap because like, or it's day of, like I'm not going to sell these... Terrible s- tickets to Orioles, Red Sox, like, all right, so like, like they're thirty bucks each or something like that. That's gonna be interesting next season because they're trying to raise Red Sox ticket prices. Yeah, I think they're going to. I don't think they're gonna try very hard. Um, if this year is any indication, the Red Sox aren't gonna be very good next year. I certainly don't think so. Um, they don't have pitching, like. Their starting pitching could make a comeback next season for sure, but this season they didn't have much starting pitching. They don't have a bullpen. They don't even have a closer. Uh, Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez probably not going to be in the team. I wouldn't be shocked if J.D. Martinez still is. He could he could stick around, but he I also see him opting out and just taking a big money offer, being like, I got a ring, whatever, pay me. And yeah. someone would pay him tons of money. Oh, I'm sure. Bring him back to Arizona. He, he like he said he likes moving around. So I don't know. Just oh, what's this? His third team. Was he on a team before the Tigers? I was gonna say, uh, was he ever on Tampa Bay? I don't believe so. Okay, then it must be the Tigers I'm thinking of. He was on the Tigers for a while. Yeah, well, he was on the like half of our team was on the Tigers. That's true. Because <laughs> our, our former general manager was the general manager of the Tigers who brought all those guys in. So he basically brought all those guys over to Fenway and we won a World Series. And now, they like, not even a year later, they fired him. <laughs> and Detroit's terrible. Detroit is terrible. Um, Prince Fielder retired. Did he mem- retire a member of the Tigers? I thought so. I guess he could have been. I don't even remember. Last I remember, he was on the Rangers. Yeah, um, they dumped that contract because they had to go full rebuild after they fired Dombrowski. Okay. And that's when they traded us. Rick Porcello. Yes, yes, yes. Rick Porcello for. They traded Rick Porcello for that outfielder, I think. Um, Um, Yoannis Espedes. Yes, 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 yes. And then. Didn't he wind up back in Oakland? <laughs> no, he went to uh, New York. Okay, okay, yeah. The Mets paid him a shitload of money, and he's been hurt pretty much ever since. <laughs> the they Mets. went to a World Series. He was pretty good. I th- he might have been hurt in the World Series, too, but... Oh, no, they didn't go to the World Series. Or did they go to the World They did go to the World Series. 2015? 14, 15, somewhere in there, yeah. The year before the Cubs. Yeah. Because the Cubs lost to them in the uh, NLCS. And they're the ones that lost to the uh, Royals, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So 15. I think you're right, yeah. Because did the Royals go in 14 and lose? 14 lost to the Giants, 15 Royals, 16 Cubs, 17. Oh, maybe Houston. Where you, 17 Houston, 18 Boston. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, we off one, but no, you were right. Houston won. <laughs> you were right. No, he didn't win any of those World Series rings. The Dodgers. Right, and they've been good. Th- they're already gone. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it. Uh, I, I keep on seeing articles that allude to it, but I, I, I haven't heard of it because I don't care to look into it. Did they fire uh, Roberts? Not that I know of, but they could have, and I haven't heard of it yet. Because they keep on, I keep on seeing articles with like headlines that are very clickbaity, and I'm like, LA has already decided the fate of manager Roberts, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting a click from me, you son nope. of a bitch. Fuck your click. No, thank you. I because I don't care about it, but it was like it's about something that I I do like care a little bit about. I want to know the answer to. I want to know the answer to it, but I can definitely live without knowing. Yeah, because I cared. I don't care about the Dodgers, so whatever. I like watching them lose. Eh, whatever. I like watching Boston win, and if they don't win, then I don't really care who else wins. I, I was, I was kind of rooting for the Braves a little, but. They're gone too, so I can't. I'm kind of like they let up ten runs in the first fucking inning of that game. That was bad. (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? Enron Stadium must have emptied out. It was at home. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The last time they were in the playoffs, their stadium was Enron Stadium. They were in the playoffs last year. Was it? Did they have a playing game and lose? No. They actually had the worst record of all of because if you remember, oh god, this is good. This is good shit, John. This is we'll see how good my memory is. There was two play-in games to determine the play-in game and the division winners last year, <laughs> if you remember correctly. And every team that had to play in those games had a worse record than the Braves, and the Braves were but like just it didn't work out. They won their division yeah. outright. So, like, they're just waiting with the, the worst record of all of them. Because I think the Cubs had to play the Brewers. And I think it was Cubs had to play the Brewers and. Like, what was the other? Was it? Was it St. Louis? I don't think St. Louis was involved. It was. Oh, God. I don't remember. There was playing game, at least one playing game to determine who played in the playing game. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that definitely sounds familiar. I just don't remember it clearly. Yeah, but yeah, Atlanta made it last year because they they were waiting. All right. Well, I thought maybe it was the last time they won a playoff series or playoff division. Maybe. Yeah, they had to. Their stadium was Enron Stadium. How long ago was that? In the nineties. <laughs> I they've they've been in the playoff. En- Enron disbanded. Like was like famously like yeah destroyed in like two thousand. I remember that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember like Saturday Night Live. Weekend updates about it. I don't really fucking know what it was. <laughs> well. But I think they've been in the playoffs since. Cool. So, back to AEW. Do you, uh, did you, how do you feel about those table spots in uh, the end, the dark match? The Janela Kenny Omega match? Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking ridiculous. So, Kenny Omega, it's coming out, by this time this podcast is out, it came out yesterday. Uh, AEW Dark had a Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega unsanctioned match, and uh, they turned the lights out, and I yelled, stop touching me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, they went all out for it. Yeah, it was fucking bananas. Um, Omega went through not one but two upside down tables. <laughs> and when when they set those tables up that way, I was like. All right, Joey Janela's going through that. Yeah, this is definitely Joey Janela stuff. <laughs> and Kenny Omega went through the first one. I was like, all right, so Joey Janela's going through the next one. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> Kenny Omega took like two real clean looking bumps through tables. Yeah. Um, the ma- the finish was the one winged angel to an upright chair. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Janela's back hit the top of the chair sitting upright and then like bounced off. Oh, I forgot him. about that part. <laughs> it was fucking brutal. Yeah, it was like it, it was a car crash. Yeah, it was really good though. Um after the match, Omega was like, you know, a lot of people would come out here and say that, you know, I should have gone like you didn't have to do any of this stuff. <laughs> like this was dumb, it was pointless. But he's like, Now I respect Joey Janela more. And I was just like, You you definitely kinda got that promo and Jim Cornette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a, that's an audience of one right there. <laughs> I wish Cornette was there. Uh, he's he's gonna. He's showing up. He's already shown up, which I guess is a good segue uh, into NWA Power, the 1985-esque show that is being made in 2019, and it's kind of awesome. Um, basically, if you ever watch a, a Mid-South or an old NWA or WCW Saturday Night from the 80s, it's that. That's exactly Studio what wrestling? Studio wrestling. Uh, Jim Cornette and I forget who the other guy was are on commentary. Um, a lot of guys named Storm. James, <laughs> James Storm, Storm. Tim Storm. Although Tim Storm looks like that was his, his last hurricane. It was his match with Nick Aldis for the NWA title was his last chance, and he blew it. The whole, the whole show, they're building it up like it's his last chance, so he's got to win. And I'm just like, you're not winning this, no way. <laughs> and uh, he like talks about his mom. Like having cancer, I think, or something like that, in the promo, and everyone's chanting "Mama Storm," and that got kind of annoying. I was like, "Shut up, you fucking dumb hicks!" <laughs> <laughs> you, you, were, the fans were the worst part of the show. They always are. Yeah. Because um, even bad wrestling is wrestling, and this was like okay wrestling. Okay. But I just like the aesthetic. It looks great. Like the ring is a perfect replica of the old NWA ring. Are they cutting promos in like a closet? No, they're cutting promos in front of like the desk. Okay, good. It's like a commentary desk. They're cutting promos like right there. They have like another little spot for promos, but it's all just done out, right out in the open. Just like it used to be. Yeah. No entrance music or anything like that. They just saunter out to the ring. No entrance music? Nothing. Yeah. They just walk right out and the crowd cheers or boos. They do as they're told. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer the baby face, boo the heel. Um, it, there, Nick Aldis was like a baby. So the main event was kind of like a baby face, baby face match. Um, and the baby face won. That's, <laughs> I don't know why every match isn't a baby face match because then everyone goes home happy. Yeah. Unless you're a fan of uh, the other baby face. Yeah, but then the other babyface one, so, I mean, you gotta like but, him. But that, I guess you become the fan of that babyface. Wrestling logic, when you beat a babyface with another babyface, that babyface just 
absorbs, absorbs the, the fandom. Other. It's like kind of like Mortal Kombat when Shang Tsung just like absorbs their soul in a fatality. Yeah. Like that's wrestling promoter logic. <laughs> when this babyface wins, God, by God, he's going to be the new guy that person cheers for. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> that's why nobody's over anymore. <laughs> I can't. I'm having a hard time watching wrestling lately, like, unless I'm like shit faced drunk and live. <laughs> that without just like remembering that it's stupid. Oh, I, I'm reminded of it every single time I watch. I'm wrestling. not. I, I'm having a hard time, uh, like forgetting that it's illogical. It's redneck anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> I feel like that's it's not quite the same, but yeah, it is. It's more insulting. It's more insulting than a male soap opera. That's that's passe, pal. <laughs> soap operas aren't popular anymore. Now it's reality TV. That's what's popular. It's, it's anime. That's what my young daughter likes. It's it's hentai. My daughter, she's a young gal. She's only forty three. Yeah, she knows yeah. what's hip. She knows what's hip. Hentai. I know what that is. Yeah. Everyone should know what hentai is. I, I, I don't even like it. I just know what it is. Well, yeah, it's plenty of things. I, I know what plenty of things are. Ugh. I know what scat porn is, but it doesn't mean I like it. I do not. I tolerate it. <laughs> I don't want to know what that is. Well, you don't know what scat... I know what it is. Just, <laughs> just not talk about it. <laughs> it's poops. I know. <laughs> it's poops. I know. Uh... Port. Sometimes it's chest, sometimes it's mouths. <laughs> so this <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> the season finale of the Righteous Gemstones happened last night and uh Judy and PJ, her fiance, broke up in the previous episodes. So they're getting back together in this one and uh P- I forget what happened, but PJ like sneaks in to like talk to her and security like arrests them or whatever. And he's like, I snuck in to talk to you and play. He's like, I wanted to do the, like, sneak, like, throw rocks at your bedroom window and play the song out of my speakers, but they shot it. <laughs> he's like, you're going to do that for me? Oh, I'm so wet right now. It's not even urine. He goes, it better not be urine, <laughs> Julie. You save that for my chest. <laughs> uh, PJ is the best character, the second best character of that show. Uh, he's like, he was on... Uh, the Daily Show is like the aloof, like conservative guy, like the blonde, like I don't know if you've ever seen the, it, but I haven't seen the other show. I've seen the Daily Show. This guy, I don't know. He's like a blonde dude who like was like a mock conservative on the show, who'd like go to like conservative rallies and like agree with them in like very sarcastic ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that the guy. Daily Show way. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he's the Colbert way. He's one of the funniest things he does in the show is like he works at like a eyeglass booth in a, uh, a supermarket, and he's like, "I've changed, Julie." I've, he's like, "I matured," and then he like turns his head sideways, and he has like a diamond earring in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> he like just does it just like obvious enough so she has to see it. Uh, it's it's one of the best things about that show. I should probably watch that. He's like almost he's almost Stevie, but like. Not he's like more, he's smarter than Stevie. Does every show with him need to have a Stevie? He's kind of like a Stevie character, like, though, yeah, like, like not a, nearly as bad as Stevie, a less than character, yeah, like a, a person whose sole job is to make the other characters feel more important, yeah, 
What's the, what's the matter, Steve? You don't like that? It smells. <laughs> uh, I, that weird ethnic diet. <laughs> Why are they going to put yellow rice on everything? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've been watching Eastbound and Down a lot lately. Just the A-plus show. Yeah, we watched, like, the first two seasons, and we I haven't watched an episode since... Um, What's his face overdosed on cocaine while oh, listening to oh, the Bengals? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then his twin brother shows up for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, or maybe not the next episode, but oh, because the next episode is the funeral episode where he plays Candlebox. Yeah, and then he they take the truck back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throws his photo at Naples Column. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what's that dude's name again? I've been trying to think of it since I said it. Um. SNL guy? Yeah, he was on 30 Rock, too. Oh. He is also... I know I know things about him. I know he is Norm from Cheers' nephew. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he is. Uh, I'm not going to think of his name. Jason Sudeikis? Sudeikis, yes. I'm not going to know his name. I'm not going to know his name. Here's Immediately. his name. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he has a beard as when he's Kenny's friend, but yeah. his twin brother is clean shaven. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> the next episode, um, Kenny goes to the their college girlfriend's dorm, and like the girl whose friend, who boyfriend was uh, Sudeikis, that now he's dead. Is, she's like crying, and uh, Kenny shows up at the dorm. He's like, "Oh, stay right there." He's like, "Do you believe in magic?" Because <laughs> <laughs> they do tricks, and here's one like he's he's risen from the dead, and the girl like screams and has like a freak out. She's <laughs> like. Did you just, like, I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> you're like, hey, oh, uh, yeah, the brother's, like, straight-laced and hates him. Yeah, yeah, he hates <laughs> everything about his brother, pretty much. And then there's a point later, I think in the, that season finale, um, he's staring in the mirror, and he puts a backwards baseball hat on, and he puts his hands across his face to make, like, a beard so he looks like his brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> that's pretty, I was like, oh, that's pretty hilarious. In a morbid kind of way. Yeah, yeah no, it's kind of <laughs> exactly. He it's kind of sad. Like, you can't see this. But like, <laughs> <laughs> he just makes a beard beard with his hands. He can make a beard with his beard. Like, why don't he just draw one on? <laughs> or just don't shave for a couple days. Yeah, I think he just really wanted to see his brother. Oh. Yeah. That's the thing about having a twin. You don't want to see your brother. You just look in the mirror. I can't miss you. I see you every day. How how can I miss you if you won't leave? <laughs> <laughs> we should just do an entire episode as Cornette. We're both Cornette. We're both Cornette. Cornette hi, on Cornette. Hi, I'm Jim Cornette, and this is my associate, Jim Cornette. <laughs> oh, goddamn! <laughs> <Just laughs> anytime we, we want to say outlaw mud show bullshit, we have to say it in sync. <laughs> it's just... Outlaw Mud Show bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the track just getting yeah. super big. Yeah, hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> That's the only thing in my head that he says. He'll never work like him. <laughs> he might look like him though, a little ratty. <laughs> but, but, 
is Psy. It's just so. <sighs> Motherfucker! <laughs> They're giving the tickets away, folks. <laughs> <laughs> they have to give them away for free because they can't sell out the goddamn building. We're selling it out, though. We have a better product. OVW would have been successful had WWE not been involved. <laughs> we just look at the roster. <laughs> the pod people are here. You're next. You're next. I can't wait till he shows up in AEW. He's at WA all the way through and through in the studio with Nick Aldis and James Storm and Tim Storm. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think he's going to team with Tully? No. <laughs> oh, what was what were they gonna do? It was uh excuse me. It would have been Tully and Spears. No, Tully and Cornette against Arn and JJ. No, Arn and Paul Heyman. That's what they wanted. But like they can't do it obviously. Wait, who wanted that? Um they just said it on some show. I forget which one. I don't think anyone really wanted it. They just mentioned it. I um, who doesn't want that? Yeah, me. They're all old. They're old and finished. I want to see some young bucks go at it. I want to see Arn give fat spine busters. <laughs> <laughs> Not fat Arn give spine busters. You want to see Arn give fat spine busters. <laughs> yeah. You heard me. <laughs> Got it. Did I stutter, boy? <laughs> I tried to. Well, I don't want to shit on people's podcasts. But I tried to listen to the Arn Anderson podcast last week, and I was just like, I just can't get into this. Ooh, that might be tough. It might be. It might just be that I was not feeling it. It might have just been like I was consuming too much wrestling, and I was at work, and I was like, I really don't want to listen to wrestling right now. Yeah. Was he, I was going to put on the Raven podcast today because you sent me that, and then it's like, <laughs> I can't do any more wrestling. All right. So we got some mail to talk about. I uh, got a mail from... Uh, Icewalla Oakum. Uh, he says I was fired. <laughs> <laughs> he says uh, I was fired. I was hired to be at a porto, but I was fired on my first day for asking the director what my motivation was. Oh, we already said that one. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so, so the joke, Raven, is that he's getting you to say I swallow cum. Oh yeah, I swallow Oakum. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> Said it for two weeks in a row. Did not get it. <laughs> did not piece it together at all. I got it as soon as you said it. Yeah. <laughs> that that show is hilarious. Just because they don't talk about wrestling, it's just like boneheads jibber jabbing about like <laughs> random stuff. And I kind of feel like we steal their format a little bit. We don't we don't have any kazoo's. I think that's what separates us. Yeah, I'm going to a dollar store tomorrow. All right, so we're pretty much the Raven Effect podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Casaras Effect. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like the Raven Effect, but more Canadian sounding. Yeah. <laughs> the the, um, the last one I listened to was like right as the like whatever they were doing was ending. Like they weren't on what what fucking where where was their podcast podcast one. Oh, it was like Westwood One. Westwood One. And now it's on MLW Radio. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll probably end up going to MLW and have to talk about wrestling on it so I can make some fucking money. <laughs> I don't want to talk about wrestling, but we could. They, they talk about it like very little. They'll talk about like the ratings and stuff, but Raven very rarely talks about wrestling. Uh, he gets mailed questions about wrestling. He's like, how would you fantasy book a WrestleMania? He's like, 
oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's the best answer because I don't want to hear what your WrestleMania main event would be. I just want to hear if, like, if you had to book an ECW show with only living ECW guys <laughs> now, what would happen? You'd be like, oh, I can talk about this one then. Uh, yeah, I'd probably just have me versus Fat Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they talk about each other, it's always like mean-spirited fat jokes. <laughs> yeah, as it should be. Everyone calls Tommy fat and disgusting. But Raven's also kind of fat and disgusting, too. Uh, I haven't seen what Raven looks like in he, He's not very years. fat, but like he, he's bigger from what he used to be, obviously. He's not, a light, he's not a light heavyweight. Yeah, so he's older now, so you know, obviously you get a little bigger. Um, but yeah, um, they were joking. About, this was like 10 years ago, too. They were joking about each other like that. It's on one of those shoot DVDs. I had something to say, and I forget about it. Uh, the last one I listened to, they were going over the PWI best finishing moves of the year, going in, in order and just making fun of what they are. Like it was just Everything that was wrestling was kind of making fun of wrestling. Yeah, they should, yeah. yeah. Just shitting on it, which is good. Um, He's acting like a mark. What, what was the top finish? Of the year, oh god, I don't remember. It was like it was like they were talking about the eighties. I think it was like the, oh, d- right. the double drop kick was one of them one time or some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so if it was the eighties. There would have been the ghetto blaster. Yeah, <laughs> in Inzaguri. <laughs> it wasn't even an Inzaguri, was it? It was kind of an Inzaguri. It was just a bad kick. Yeah, it was just like a back kick to your head where you fell over awkwardly. Yeah. It's like a judo kick where you fall instead of stand. <laughs> Combined a spinning kick with uh, Inzaguri and have nobody like holding him up. It just looks like he like jumped up, rolled over, and fell over, and your head got in the way of his feet. I want to be Bad News Brown for Halloween. Ugh. Just meet him halfway, be Akeem. <laughs> Could be Akeem pretty easily this year. You, if there's ever a year to be Akeem, <laughs> this is it. If there's ever a year to be Akeem, this is definitely the one. It's, it's not so much for your body type. It's more or less your hair and beard. Yeah. No, it, it, I haven't had Akeem body type in like four or five years now. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's definitely, I have Akeem hair and beard right now. Yeah. Your hair is <sighs> very long. It's Akeem long. Yeah. So you look like a 70s, like paleontologist <laughs> yeah i look like an asshole right now you look like you made fucking pbs documentaries in like the early 80s there's a stephen king thing that happens with a guy that works at the cumberland farms in nashua i have stopped going to that cumberland farms in nashua okay i can't have him like oh you're the stephen king guy like, you have three teeth please don't talk to me I just give oh him. he calls you stephen he calls king? me stephen king like just give me the cigarettes the love of fucking God. Oh, speaking of cigarettes, so here in Mass, there is a vape ban. Oh, yeah, there is. And uh, the vape shop down the street from me uh, closed up. I drove by it today and all gone. Many vape stores gone. Yeah, I'm just like, how does, like, what, you just put, like, hardworking, independent small businesses out of business with a stroke of a pen because there's fucking uproar about bullshit like people are like oh people are dying from this vaping thing like five people across the country died we have to there's an emergency and like do you know how many people vape like 
thirty million. Oh yeah, there's a ton. So I could smoke cigarettes, I could smoke cigars, I could smoke weed, <laughs> I can drink, but I can't vape. Well, I think they're gonna. What the idea is, they're gonna have to start regulating it in some capacity. No, that's fine. But I like, will say this: I don't disagree with you that the stores like they like, should, they be ab- abruptly being closed like that sucks. People who own vape stores knew that was coming. Yeah, but it, it doesn't make it right. I mean, it's, it was a dangerous game. But I don't. I, I I agree with you. Just but because you see that you're gonna break up with your girlfriend doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It hurts, but you should be ready for it. Yeah, but it still hurts. Yeah, it hurts. If I see you point a gun at me, and then you're like three. Two, one. I know it's coming. I know you're gonna shoot me. It doesn't make it not hurt. I I know I braced myself for it, but a bullet wound, a fatal bullet wound, still fucking hurts. You don't know if it hurts or not. Well, if I die slow, if you die slow, yeah, <laughs> you die. Slow. If you should be right in the gut, it's like ah, oh, you fuck. You wanted me to die hurt. <laughs> they you, co- you, they coban you. You wanted me to feel this. That's that's what kind of that was like, you know. I don't really have sympathy for vape stores. I'm not gonna lie. I do. I've so I've small business sympathy, but like not like moral sympathy. Yeah, well, I mean, like I can only care so much. It's yeah. not me that it happened to. I care that it happened to other people. But Slightly. Like, only like to the extent that I'm a lot like I'm capable of caring about other people, which gets smaller and smaller by the day. Yeah, like, it's uh, a beautiful thing, really. Yeah, I worry about it because now I'm like, well, everyone else is definitely doing this too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh boy. We're like, slowly making our way to pod life. Wally, it's becoming a reality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already halfway there. We're going to live a life where we don't have to leave the house. I don't, well, it sounds great to me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't leave my room. What am I going to do? Mm, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> uh, just find a way for me to have band practice without leaving the house. I mean, there's actually a lot of ways to do it, but yeah. I guess I have internet now. I could actually do that. Oh, you have internet? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't have internet. I was using the uh, Xfinity hotspots for my internet exclusively for the last like four years. I meant more like you have internet because I thought you explored all the internet. I mean, I have internet. I mean, I have, uh, I have no mercy on N64. It doesn't mean I haven't played it at all. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, when we started this podcast, you had consumed the internet. Yeah. Well, since then, there's been more internet, and I haven't caught. Oh, there's like DLC. Yeah. Like patches. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The internet is just all DLC, actually. Really is. It's literally what the internet is: is DLC. Some of it's free. Depends. Some of it's free. Some of it'll end you up in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jimmy, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) Hot discussion at band practice this week. Yeah, I can imagine so. (laughs) Someone who's not associated with those bands found out about it and made a post today. I won't tell you who they are just in case like people get pissed off if listeners mad. Uh, but they were like, is this the right thing to do? Like, should this have happened? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
dead. And they're like, oh, everyone responding is just kind of like, oh, are you talking about As I Lay Dying? And I'm just like, you wish it was As I Lay yeah. Dying. Yeah. You wish that was the charge. They'd still be a band probably if that were the case. But Yeah, who doesn't want to get their ex-wife murdered? Like, that's just sympathy yeah. on, on my end. Like, I get it. <laughs> you just had too much money and too much testosterone to handle your morals correctly. This was internet. Like, and he didn't say the crime on purpose, just to sort of gauge people's reactions. And all the idiots were in the comments. Also, you don't say the crime on purpose because you don't have a leg to stand on when you say it. Yeah. Because um, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Because so it was like, do you really, like, go all the way just to and, like, completely and eliminate your past to, uh, like... Get away from it. Oh, like, that's what he was saying? Yeah. He's like, I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I kind of agree with him, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I understand. Like, there's a stink. There's a stink that can't be unstunk. Yeah, that's kind of what, like, I feel like they're all taking, like, like from the ashes, something else will rise, like a phoenix type of yeah. situation. So I agree with that, but I, I wouldn't. Like, if half of Nitro Party went down on something like this, I would just be like, well, that's a deadly brand. <laughs> no, you should just call it Nitro Party 2 or the new Nitro Party. Nitro Party 2. I also said, you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just pretty much like... We confirmed where, where I was going with it. Yeah. And you just subconsciously yeah. agreed <laughs> So I don't know what like heinous crime I'm gonna commit, but apparently I'm committing one. In this hypothetical, in this hypothetical situation, in this hypothetical situation, I don't have zip drives. <laughs> the most unreadable of all st- data storage. Well, I would probably call it Metro Party Two Thousand, <laughs> and I just make it more like techno sounding. Just do that, anyways. Das Wunderkind. Is this gonna be our uh, our four way into dance music? What was the I album from Morbid Angel? Oh, I don't remember the name. It's good. <laughs> our next nitro part is that. <laughs> Give me I don't. One second. I don't remember. Was that the one that was like two thousand and four? No, it was like two thousand fourteen, fifteen. It was oh, very Fear th- Factory. This came out when ne- we were doing Neckbreaker, right? Yes. Okay, we talked about this. It wasn't very good. I feel like I have, I listened to it in a very similar situation to the way we're doing this right now. It's Elude Divinum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Elude Divinum and Sanus. I just recently found out that all of the Morbid Angel albums are in alphabetical order. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yep. Yeah, I found it like a year ago. I mean, you're not a big Morbid Angel fan, so... No, but like, I feel like I, I'm familiar with like the good album. Like, I don't know. I feel like you should accidentally figure that out. Well, I feel like you should bow to me faithfully. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fur fantasy. Um, we should just make techno music. That's probably our way out of the out of this world. Just do EDM. Do EDM touring music where you don't need a full band. Like we just need laptops and a guitar. Be fucking DJ Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fuck you, Kenny Powers. Uh, the uh, fucking bunny. Like shit. You know the wise kids you know. Yes. You know what was the movie they made? I don't remember. Uh but 
the the guy who's um who Kenny Powers hit with in the eye, Craig Robinson is that his name. In season yes. one, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you guys fastball back, he's a rapper in that movie, and it's like horsecock.jpg or something is his rap <laughs> name. <laughs> I, don't, I really wish you knew anything about it so you could help me fill in the blanks. The only thing I remember from the whitest kids you know is baked beans. <laughs> oh, getting high with dinosaurs? <laughs> that show was great. Baked beans. I don't even remember that. 1-900. Or no, one five hundred. Baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show it to you after this Yeah, episode. show that to me. We got 58 more minutes of this bullshit, and then we're going to watch some baked beans. If you weren't hard before this started, you'll be hard at the end of it. I guarantee it. Haired? It's a boner maker. It's, you'll be very haired. Baked beans? Baked oh, yeah. It's so hot. Bonked beans? Baked beans. <laughs> If this episode didn't already have a name, it'd be Baked Beans. <laughs> baked Beans gets you hard. <laughs> can you can you play that while we're watching while we're recording? Yeah, I'll bring yeah. it up right now. All right. What, we'll, we'll, what else are we doing? Yeah. So, bring it up on the YouTube. That's for. I hope it's on here because. Yeah, we wouldn't shock. Me. Was it IFC? Is IFC even still around? I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't know if it's on. I haven't tried to look at it forever. Oh, yeah. Keep, keep, you can put keep, put that put the mic down. I gotta put the mic down. Put the while mic. I do this. Uh, he can't respond, so I could talk like he's not even in the room. Yep. But, uh, is we with a letter U? It'll probably come up anyways. Is it? Yeah, looks like it's uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of the guys like <laughs> it's one of the guys dressed up like a whore dumping baked beans on himself and it's like a sex hotline commercial this also like a spot for a dick in those uh, shorts. That's that was the only thing I remember from this show. Okay, I know I've never seen that one before. <laughs> What's a can opener? Fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a show you should probably watch again. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, that brings back some memories. I don't think I've watched it this decade. Really? Yeah. Okay. I probably haven't watched it in fuck this decade. This was something that I watched like right along, like Tim and Eric. I watched this before Tim and Eric. All right. I was a late in life Tim and Eric guy. Me too. I was very late. There was three full seasons out before I was like, okay, I get it. I think the show was already done before I started watching it. Oh, really? Yeah. That surprises me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but <sighs> I I assumed because I got because that was um uh Danny P and Keenan loved that shit. Yes. I just assumed you were in on that, I guess. <laughs> I pretended I was. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a good fart. <laughs> very very wet. A wet fart. Wet fart. Yeah. Still farting not, a lot lately. You're not scared of them. That's good. So I don't know how this happened, but there is definitely a track I'm about to record over. I think it was because I, uh, I sound checked. No, I think it's because I recorded a podcast yesterday and got very drunk and we stopped <laughs> uh, during part of it so I could pee. Um, but I hope that didn't just mute our input. If that did, if there was <laughs> it there, it was because I'm trying to make it silent so I don't have to hear it. But it was the end of the podcast from Odo Island. I was very drunk during it by the end of it. So that's why there's a an extra piece of uh media. Yeah. Piece of track. Yeah. Piece of track. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. I'll track your ass. Track your ass all over the place, motherfucker. Uh <laughs> it started at Steve Austin and ended at Jim Cornette. Yeah, that's kind of. I think that's my southerner uh, vibe. <laughs> oh, I'm a little bit stone cold. Well, maybe Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit stone cold. <laughs> well, goddamn. <laughs> They're not that different. No. <laughs> stone cold and Jim Cornette are Marie and Donnie Osmond. Yeah. Well, Stone Cold's both. He's Stone Cold rock and roll and Stone Cold country. He's more rock and roll, though. Yeah, but he had a Stone Cold country album. He did. He was also... Uh, remember that song from uh, WWF uh, Volume 4? Do you want to drink a little beer? Hell yeah! <laughs> People say they know me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that song being funny. And then I believe the last time we had this conversation, I listened to it, and it is really bad. No, it's terrible. Yeah. I remember when I first heard it, I was like, this is the, why is it this is just regular theme? I was like kind of annoyed. Because they sort of put his theme on two straight music albums. Yeah, well, they had the earlier one, which was not as heavy, and then they had the heavier version on three. Three, yeah. So the two had Well, like two had the, you are completely pathetic. <laughs> It was like the wow, wow, wow. It sounded like it was recorded underwater. Yeah. And uh, the second one was a little bit. This is the one he still uses, like when he comes out now, in volume three. But volume four was just garbage. I bought volume four the day it came out. Me too. I uh, bought it for one reason D.Lo Brown? Triple H. Uh, okay. I was like, ah, yeah, give me some of that. What else is on that? I know Sexual Chocolate's on it. Uh, Ass Man's on it. Ass Man, Big Show. Uh, 
I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, is X Pac on there? I think so. Yeah, we have the means. Is this the one with the? No, I think that was Ruthless Aggression, where it was the the King of Rock. Who the King of Rock? What? No, that was a um. That was the rap. That was the rap album. one. Yeah. Oh, with the the Rock does his pie song. Yeah. I like pie. <laughs> <laughs> He's Howard Finkel. The Rock says, "I like." Pie. <laughs> I knew what you were doing there. Coming down the aisle. <laughs> the Fink says. Oh my god, I hate this shit. Um, so, so yeah, give me, so give me, the, give me that track listing. I'm looking for it. Looking, pal. The internet's hard to navigate. Yeah. Why is the volume two the only one that's showing up right here? What? You are completely pathetic. Huh? I have to go to I have to go to the Safari. I am just just Google it. The music volume four. I'm already there. Break down Jericho. The, Jericho. <laughs> oh, I had Vince. Yep. Uh, sexual chocolate test. Wreck. Um, what was wreck? Oh, that was mankind. mankind. Yeah. Danger at the door. That's Gilo Brown, I think. Okay. Oh yeah, they put the the, uh, the yeah, rocks they, music. Know your role. There's like the just the bass. I think it wasn't like the. It didn't have any other instruments. It was like his like corporate theme. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, ministry. Uh, the Undertaker's corporate ministry theme. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Blood Brother Christian, is that what that one was? Was it the? Yep, it was Christian. I think it was. I don't remember it. I don't think. Let me hear this. Yep. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, I kind of remember it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I remember this one. So I'm just gonna keep on going through this and listening to him and seeing if I can remember how the song goes. So I'm pretty sure this is just the bass version of Rock's music. He's like, if you smell what the rock is cooking. No? Oh, that's the beginning. It doesn't bring up volume four. The, uh... Bah. This was a good WWF the music. I mean, it had a few. What Christian's theme sucks. The Austin song sucks. Yeah, every other song, good. Test music sucks. No. Edge's music sucks. No. Well, yeah, but... Ed Edge has the most overrated music in wrestling history. Edge has the best three seconds before a terrible theme song in music in wrestling history. That's Yeah, well, it's you know what it is, but like every song that they's ever had after that... Is garbage. No, I'm talking about the the last song he had. No, I know. I'm talking every single one of his songs are garbage. Yeah. The Rob Zombie song was even worse than the Alter Bridge song. I think the Alter Bridge song is probably the best one. And it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> On this day. Oh, it's Creed. No, fuck off. 
Yeah, but it's got double bass at the beginning. That it threw me off because I heard it for uh, the first time I heard it. I was like, oh, he's got a rocker now. I was like, all right, cool. Let's hear what this is like. And then the vocals came, and I was just like, ah, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, I sh- I shouldn't have gotten my hopes up. Yeah. So I mean, okay. They don't have to be actually good songs to be a good wrestling theme song. A listenable wrestling theme song. Though I will say the Edge one is, I would skip that. So uh, I just got sent this uh, photo of 2K wrestlers. Um. <laughs> All right, Cena looks awesome. Um, Taker is pretty accurate. Ricochet is very accurate. Uh, everyone else looks like a cartoon drawing. Wait. It, uh, everyone else looks like various quality of fan art of that person. New 2K? Yes. Why, why would they look different? Um, some of them are the same models, I can tell. Like uh, Kurt Angle's the same exact model um, as in previous years. Uh, it looks like Ronda Rousey is the same. Paycha looks the same. Uh, Candice LeRae does not look anything like Candice LeRae. Charlotte Flair looks like she got a uh, Michael Ooh, Jackson job. nose job. Um, yeah, I'll show it to you. Let's let's hear your reactions to this. Um, aside from Ricochet and John Cena, everyone else looks like various quality fan art of a wrestler. Molly Holly looks like she's. <laughs> she does. <laughs> John Cena with the hair. Yeah, that's just kind of pop me. I was like, all right, did that you, good. Did you see the uh, the commercials for Mr. Nanny starring John Cena? No. It's. Is it a TV show or a movie? It's a movie. So he's doing Mr. Nanny too. Yeah, he was a firefighter this time. Uh, it's got a different name. Uh, I want fucking. Poindexter in there. Is it just these? I have a metal plate in my head. It's just these 18 I'm looking at? Yeah, they're various quality of garbage. Why are these the ones that they picked? They're just all over the place. I think they have like certain people do certain ones and certain people do other ones and they're always like like for the longest time the Andre the Giant one was the it looked nothing like them. For some reason, they just couldn't get his face right. It, even still to this day, it's not that great. But Hogan looks dumb. Dusty Rhodes looks like a like a glutton character from a cartoon. Yeah, he and he's a very like, thin nose too. Leave me alone! I'm trying <laughs> to eat. I'm Louis Anderson, I'm actually. Louis Anderson. I'm Louis Anderson. My I'm, father was a plumber. I'm, I'm a son of a plumber. I need some pancakes. I like Pat Louie Anderson. <laughs> I lost it because I was talking like Louie. <laughs> talking like Louie Anderson. <laughs> Louie Anderson's stand-up is very funny. He was actually, when I was out in Vegas, I stayed at a hotel that he was doing shows at. I did not go to him. If I, would, if I had to do it again, if I was you in that situation... I would have gone. I skipped George Carlin one of the times I went to Vegas, and then he died before I went back. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. I uh, I did other things. Like. I'd be first 
You right, Shasta Frost? I oh, fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you not the last time I went there. The last time I just got hammered and had a good time. The, the other time I was. Uh, uh, Do you want cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> that's an that's an answer where you didn't say a word, but you said a lot of words. <laughs> I didn't I didn't try to. <laughs> but yeah, that wasn't what I was trying to pay for. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I paid for it. All right. <laughs> Out the butthole. Uh, In the butthole. No, I don't well. do that. None of that there. Considered sodomy illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from uh, nothing I did was legal. Aside from uh, yeah. <laughs> that was the legal part. Was uh, yeah, everything else was totally within within the boundaries of the law. I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> in the in Nevada, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. Uh. Uh, my favorite thing about Las Vegas is the fact that um, they have billboards for like cheat on your wife, and then the next billboard is divorce lawyer. Yeah, that's my my favorite thing. I uh, I think I hate Vegas now. I went too many times when I was too young. Okay, I've only gone as a, a an adult man. Yeah, I was like, I went when I was twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. And like 31 or 2. I went for Matt's wedding. I went 26, uh, 30, 32. Okay. 26, I was sick. 32, I was just sick. I I didn't care. Sick in the head. 30, I got my own hotel room and stayed away by myself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> and I did. It was a good trip. <laughs> I know phone numbers. <laughs> uh, but I was just like thinking about like staying with other people. And I was kind of like, I should go to Las Vegas by myself and just not have anyone anchoring me down. And I didn't. Having your own room is a good thing. Oh, that reminds me. When the, f- the first night I was there, uh, I got to my hotel room. And the first thing I did was shut the door, lock it, and I put the lock the latch on the door knob thing. Yeah. Good thing I did that because within the first five minutes of me getting into my room, someone tried to barge into my room. Really? Yeah. Jesus. And I was like, hoo-hoo. Yeah. Sorry, pal. We got this under control here. Yeah. Bud. So, yeah, always put the latch on your hotel room door. It's a little life lesson. Yep. All right. Um, keep everything in your safe. And always put the latch on the door. What if you're staying at the Excalibur? Uh, I stayed at the D, and I lost my Kindle. Because it wasn't in a safe. It was just out, and the next day it was gone. Ugh. Yeah. So, thankfully, it was just a Kindle, so it wasn't a big deal. I lost my Kindle when Kendall Wyndham died, and he was my favorite Kendall. Kendall, Kendall Wyndham is still alive. He didn't die? No. Oh, Bobby Duncan died. Yep. Damn it. I lost my Bobby Duncan when Bobby Duncan died. Yep. <laughs> he was my favorite Bobby Duncan. That would have been a good joke to end it on. Mine too. But, uh. This thing's still going, but it's paused. Are we getting. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this. Episode's over. <laughs>